Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the Fishline Book of the Marvel Universe with the guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a person who's friends with two lobsters, Daniel. Yep, uh, there's Larry, and the other one is Samantha. Uh, they moved here from Calgary. Uh, they've, been, they've been going steady for about uh, four years now, lovely couple. And, yeah. you know, play Parcheesi with them every Friday. Yeah. It's a cool thing about lobsters is they're technically immortal as long as they have enough, uh, as long as they have enough energy to molt their shells. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, you can be friends with them for a long time. The rest of your life. Um, so, uh, we're going to be talking about someone named Gomi. Okay. That is the Japanese word for trash. Is this a trash character, Jesse? It's a trash, yeah, it's a trash character. All right. They barely show up later. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, uh, what do you think Gomi looks like? I couldn't even begin to tell you what Gomi looks like. I have no context clues, even a little bit. Well, um, here's what they, here's what they look like. All right, uh, that is just a man. You've just shown me a man, a stylish Joey Wheeler. I showed you a teen holding a lobster with anime eyes. A stylish hipster Joey Wheeler. Yep. So, <laughs> baby dragon. Okay. So, Gomi, a real name is unrevealed. Well, yeah, a real name is unrevealed. I don't want to say that. Right uh, there's a series, I think four cards in the Yu-Gi-Oh! CCG where the flavor text is written as if it was written by Joey Wheeler. I love it. Yeah. No reason why, they, but they do exist. I saw one online once. I said, that's crazy, but true. It's, it's cool. Anyway. You know, it's probably like, hey, Yug, this this weird. Yeah, basically it was like, this guy's not too smart, but he sure got muscles, yeah. <laughs> We're both real good at doing Jerry Willer impressions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could do a Yug and Baby Dragon, and that's it. <laughs> so, okay, so yeah. Uh, occupation, former lab assistant. Ooh. Me too, Ooh. he's not special. I know. Uh, publicly, uh, publicly known identity, citizen of the United States, with no criminal record, still a minor. Um, no other aliases. Place of birth unrevealed. Presumably somewhere in the United States. Uh, thank the Lord. Single. They're, they're not child married. Um, known relatives. Raymond Lipships. Um, who is his cousin. And uh, first appeared in Fallen Angels uh, issue number two. Which I will get that pulled up. If that came out in May 1987, I'll take the high road and I'll take the low. I mean, I don't know what that means. 
I'm gonna be real honest. Yeah, it's also not actually on the cover, which feels like bad cover design. <laughs> well, uh, the Fallen Angels did more of a minimalist thing where they didn't have a lot of cover copy. It's mm. basically enough to identify it, and that's it. Which they're still really good covers. I mean, you get like nice pinks and um, and purples with some really nice art on them. Um, but this one has Sunspot just being real angry at, I guess, a priest. I don't know. And because uh, you see like a, a church door behind behind him, like laying now, on some pews. We, it, we don't know that he's angry. He's got his arms up, but that could be like touchdown or like, yeah, Jesus. Maybe he broke into this church because he loves Jesus so much and he just need to let him know. I mean, I feel like it's a pretty universal sign that if your mouth is is open and you have your arms up like you're about to hit something, it's generally aggressive. Now, hold on. Isn't Sunspot, like, Brazilian? Yeah. What do Brazilian people have to do? Goal! Hmm. I feel like that's somehow hmm. racist. I'm just... <laughs> I don't... Maybe Jesus scored a goal and he, was, he wanted to celebrate with his own boy. I don't know. I'm just saying. Making a lot of assumptions about his mood. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say that the perfor- the perspective on the cross, because we're kind of like, we're at a non-standard angle for looking at a cross. It's pretty good, mm. you know? Pretty good. You know, it's a pretty good cover. So, yeah. So, two students, Raymond Lipschitz and his best friend, uh, Tadashi uh, Fujita, uh, were given a research grant and a... Uh, laboratory facilities near Coney Island in Brooklyn, New York. They hired a Lipschitz cousins uh, as their laboratory assistant and uh, Fujita uh, named him Gomi, the Japanese word for garbage. So, no, exactly. Gomi hated his real name. Gomi hated his real name and was content to use this one instead. So, Lipschitz and uh, Fujita were doing research into cybernetics to enhance the abilities of normal living beings by turning them into cyborgs. The two students successfully experimented on two lobsters uh, who were known as Don and Bill, increasing their intelligence, strength, and ability to live outside of water. Uh, Lipschitz and uh, Fujita were both infatuated with a superhuman mutant uh, Marvel girl, although they'd never met her. When the first phoenix appeared in her stead as a member of the X-Men, Lipschitz and uh, Fujita were shocked to see, were shocked. Uh, The two students decided to recreate the original Marvel Girl by using cybernetic devices uh, to give a woman artificial telekinesis power. Okay, okay. Um, To give a woman's artificial telekinetic power similar to Marvel Girls, needing a test subject, for the experiment, they chloroformed Gomi and implanted the device in him. And as a result, Gomi gained psionic powers, though they were different than Marvel Girls. That seems chill. Well, I mean, good thing Gomi's not the, the, the focus of this so far. <laughs> and it seems to be just two shitbirds that I don't like that much. <laughs> Also, like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? You're gonna like try to seduce the same girl that do illegal experiments on her, then expect her to like you? Yeah, you know. Like, also, the, you the, just like, gave Joss her Whedon psionic powers. 
Well, you just gave her powers as well. What's going to happen? She's going to wake up and be like, hey, did you just do illegal experiments on me? Oh, guess what? I'm going to use my mind powers it, to blast you it away. It is about the level of forethought and uh, ethics I'd expect from someone who saw their friend say, hey, I'm going to call you trash now. And he was like, yeah, okay, that's fair. Well, I guess so. Um, so not having made enough project uh, progress in their real assignment, Lipschitz and Fujita uh, abandoned their laboratory to avoid inspections by bureaucrats overseeing the research grant. Gomi was recruited by the Fallen Angels, a team of self-styled misfits and petty criminals, most of whom are mutants. Gomi joined the uh, group, taking Bill a top Don and Bill with him and remains a member to this day. Don was killed when another member of the group, Devil Dinosaur, accidentally stepped on him. But Bill remains hell and uh and heavy and hardy. So, you know, your friend Devil Dinosaur. Yeah, I remember. It's a big da- it's a big dinosaur stepped on something on accident. Whoop whoop. Seems like kind of a bad superhero. Okay. I'm sorry. Sometimes you actually <laughs> step on stuff, especially if you're big. <laughs> also, I hate that I could see your shadow body pillow <laughs> yeah. right now. I hate it. There he's he just is. staring at me. Yep. A special boy. <laughs> he's, it's, he's about to go chaos control. <laughs> so, um, he's 5'5". Five, five. I hate that this miner is like almost as tall as me. <laughs> weighs one seven, uh, weighs one hundred seven pounds. Blue eyes, blonde hair. He does like moderate exercise, and he has like enhanced psionic powers, which makes him able to create a pillar of concussive sonic force. Uh, we don't know how much he can generate right now. You know, he can generate an amount. Uh, and this is a fun subheading: pets. Uh, he has a companion mutant blue lobster named Bill, which was turned into a s- cyborg. The cybernetic implants within Bill greatly increased his intelligence and amplified his strengths so much that he can knock over a standing human being. Oh no. Device also enables Bill to outs- live outside of survive outside of water far longer than normal lobster, perhaps indefinitely. Kind of messed up to give this lobster intelligence and then still keep it as your pet. Well, you know, it can it can push over a human being. So, you know, that's also a thing. You'd be like, hey, well, I can't speak, but I'm probably thinking, hey, you're keeping me as a pet. I'm going to push you over until you stop it and treat me as a, a lobster with sentience. Or mm-hmm. sapience, sorry, sapience, not sentience. All lobsters are sentient. So, that's it. Okay. I have nothing else. Cool. Yep. That really was not about Gomi, even a little bit. Nope. It was. Uh, I would argue that it's more about the lobster than yeah. Him. We we got more details about the lobster than we did about Gomi. Yeah. So, um, do you want to? I don't want to do plugs. I'm going to be real honest. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. Trash person. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay, I'm just leaving. We're just done. All We're right. done right now. <laughs> Good note to end on. Bye, everyone. <laughs>